Bam, we're live, and the guest is missing. What's up, guys? Sabrina, hey, Dakota, hey. Augustus, hello, Rambler, hey. Saber and Kelly, what's up? Turd again. Uh, 12 Coffees, hi. Caroline, hello. Sixto. So I tried to uh, put the Trista video on Rumble this morning. And it had been a while since I streamed live to Rumble, but I just realized I got a notification from Rumble saying that people from Rumble can make comments and the comments should pop up so that I can see them. That was the problem before. That's why we we were... Remember when we got kicked off of YouTube for a week and we went to Rumble and I couldn't see anyone's comments? So I couldn't, I couldn't basically address anyone. Paulina, what's up? Janelle, what's up? One position, Janelle? That's not fair. Uh, Seema, hey. Trevor, hey. How are you? Angelo. Anyway, so, Angelo, dang, I was watching the Trista video, but we'll watch after. Um, Kenneth, good evening. Uh, so, I wonder, so the Trista video didn't upload to Rumble. So, I'm wondering if right now, if we are live on Rumble, does anyone know? Can anyone comment from Rumble? I'm curious what that looks like. Because eventually, we will get kicked off of YouTube. So, it's only a matter of time before someone doesn't like something I say. I'm going to be like, apples are good for you. You're toast. That is not WHO approved. Uh, I hope I can stay up later tonight. The guest today has been on the show before. His name is Josh Emmett. He kind of looks like uh, this dude. Caveman move. I don't know where he is. Um, we we had sent him a email saying that we might change the date because I didn't have power. And he said... Uh, Sounds good. Either day works for me. And then I sent him an email this morning. Let's see. What time? Eight hours ago at 8.56 a.m. It's only eight hours ago. And uh, I said, see you tonight. And then I just sent him the link. But I am guessing. It's not live on Rumble. It's not live on Rumble. That is so weird. Well, thank you for checking, Michelle. Uh, Mason Mitchell, yep, he bailing. Damn. He's been on before. I don't remember last time. I, I was looking into him a little bit more uh, this time. Last time I did a shitload of research on him. This time I wanted to have him back on because he needs to fight. This guy needs to fight for the title. Oh, look, there he is. Shit, there he is. Look at that. Hey, Holy what's cow. going on? What's up, dude? How you doing? Sorry, sorry I got on a little later. Uh, I was trying to hop on on the laptop. I, I have to do it through my phone on StreamYard. Is that right? Or, or if you, um, so, sorry, if you're on Chrome, you can use your laptop. Oh, okay. Okay. It's okay. I, I, I just, I set it up on my phone. If you can see me all right and hear me. I, yeah, I see you great. Okay. Perfect. I see, I see you great. Look at that, Mason. You said he's bailing. He ain't bailing. He'd come over yep. to your house. Put your address up there. He's coming over, punching the face. <laughs> Excited for Emmett. Hey, Emmett, I don't even remember talking to you about this last time you were on, but you owned a CrossFit gym. I didn't know that. Or if I did, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. We owned a CrossFit gym from 2010 to 2017 or 2011-ish. And, and what was the name of it? Movement CrossFit, M-V-M-N-T. It was in uh, Sacramento, obviously, because you guys were down in uh, Santa Cruz, right? 
Yeah, that's that's where the headquarters were. That's where I used to work. But yeah. you pop, but when I know that was a long time ago that you were on the show, but do you remember us talking about that? Yeah, I remember mentioning it to you uh, because I, I got my level one at um, NorCal Cross at, at Kalipa's gym. Okay. Uh, and then I, I've actually done, I did a, uh, my wife and I just did a bunch of different like seminars as well. I did like a, a goal setting. Uh, it was like a CrossFit goal setting thing in Santa Cruz at one of the boxes down there. Uh, it, it might be the, the one you're talking about. It was a small, a small little gym. Um, man, I don't know. Remember exactly where it was. The, the, the headquarters were here. We didn't do too many seminars there. It was a big gym. It wasn't a fancy gym, but it was a big gym. But that's where I worked. I, I worked in uh, in Scotts Valley. I'm sure you went somewhere else. Okay. I bet you went yeah, somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I apologize for not remembering because I heard you say that when you were being interviewed by Rampage. And I'm like, shit, did I know that? <laughs> I think if you go back and watch it, maybe I, I brought it up briefly, but who knows? Uh, Lucky Camera Straps has the CEO membership ship, which we have been enjoying the behind the scenes. So here's some extra coin to say thank you. Oh, thanks. Awesome. Hey, um, before I go any further, I want I want to show <laughs> anyone who's been living in a um, closet or who's not a fight fan. I just want to show them uh, your last fight. And because I'm sure this is going to come up throughout. Let me just play this uh, so people can see this. This is uh, Bryce uh, Flat Earth Mitchell, a uh, great character on Instagram. Love the guy. Wholesome cat. Uh, crazy popular with uh, MMA fans. Um, at the top of the class, um, fought the same uh, guy you did. Uh, you guys both had the last, both of your last fights were with Topuria, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, okay. So this is uh, this is about a month ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I fought uh, Mitchell on the six, December 16th, so like six weeks ago, five weeks ago. Okay, here we go. Quick fight, quick fight. Don't blame. Holy cow. Hey, can you still feel that in your hand today? Can you like, can you like look at your hand and remember that feeling? Like, I, I feel like I've done it like a handful of time and, and I always relate it to uh, just like the perfect swing on a, say a, a baseball bat, you know, and you, you hit the ball perfect, you know, it's out of the park. Maybe you swing a golf club. It's uh it's the same type of feeling. So I, I feel like I've, I've felt that so many times. So uh, with some of the, you know, the walk-off knockouts that I've had, I hit them and, and I just, I, I just know, you know, I just, I, I can obviously see them falling down and, and just, just the, the power that I have. And, and when I throw it and it says clean, uh, as that one was, I, I, I just know the, the fight's over and there's, there's no need to follow up and inflict any more damage. Is, is that right? Do you, are you intimate with that? movement yeah yeah no i no i feel like, like you know that like you could just stand there and just do that punch yeah i i do it all the time uh and i i, I land it on so many people uh in sparring and in fights um I, I don't care if it's a 15 minute fight a 25 minute fight people say all i have is an overhand right like i don't care i'm gonna i'm gonna land it <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna land it you only have a three-pointer i know yeah. it's great isn't it I know, right? Steph Curry only got a three-pointer. Hey, um, 
is there something you see Emmett that triggers you to, you know what I mean? Like I see the clock says eight 30 and it's like, fuck, I better start getting my head and my boys towards bed. Is there something you see someone do that makes you launch that, that you're aware of? Like, do you see them do something and you're like, Oh, time for you to eat one of these. Well, it's different with the, with the Bryce Mitchell fight. Um, I feel like there was a long filling out process. Um, he came out. He, he he's he's. When he says long, he means sixty seconds, people. No, yeah, but, but we were, we were like, you know, I actually didn't get hit in that fight. That was the first fight I've ever been in. I, I didn't get touched, you know. Crazy. Um, but but he he's traditionally a southpaw. He came out fighting me orthodox, and and, and I thought that was really odd. And, and I don't know if he was trying to throw me off. Um, with that, uh, I thought he was going to come out and just immediately start trying to wrestle me and, and get me to the ground. So that's what we were we were preparing for. Um, and, and then when he was doing that, I was just like, man, I, I, I spar a lot of, you know, orthodox fighters. I fought most orthodox fighters. So anytime there's a, a Southpaw fighter, they typically, I feel like have the advantage because most people are conventional. Um, but he came out trying to throw me off and I was just waiting. I was like, as soon as he throws a jab or he throws a, you know, a, a right hand, I'm either going to split that right hand with the overhand, or I'm going to come over the top with, uh, with my overhand when he tries to jab me and I was just waiting, waiting. And then that was kind of like the first exchange, um, that he did that. And, and then I, I just, just timed it perfect. And he was coming in a little, so it made the, the knockout a little more, um, I guess just dangerous, <laughs> I guess, if you want to say that. So when, when you throw that punch, do you, this is going to be kind of a weird question. Do you find out that you're going to throw – do you see it the same time we see it, or do you know you're going to throw it? Or is your body reacting, and you're like, oh, fuck? Because like you said, there were two options. There were really three options. He was gonna, you, were, you were concerned he's going to take you down, and then mm -hmm. what would you say? You throw a jab and split it, or you throw the right. When do you know which one you're going to do, or do you not know? And then you're, all of a sudden, you're kind of like a witness to it. You're like, oh, I guess I'm throwing the right. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's, it's like that just because I, I, I've practiced so many reps uh, throughout training in my career and my life. Uh, of fighting so it's just it, it's almost like i'm on autopilot and and i feel like sometimes in fights we're not at least i'm not like my my opinion and my thought process i'm not really thinking about combinations too much it's like i i just react so i when he came out i i knew i was going to hit him with overhand right i was just kind of waiting for the punch to come so i could time it and come over the top and then he threw a punch and i just instinctually like reacted to that and and just it's uh and sometimes i don't even i don't even think i just my body just does stuff like reaction even defense like when someone throws it to, like throws a punch me i don't i don't like oh shit i gotta block this i just naturally do it it's like uh it's just like embedded in me let, let me let me i i like this let me let me ask you uh one more thing that um that I, I I have boys that fight and um and, and play sports and what I notice and, and I'm guilty of it too, especially in, in in like when we play tennis, it's you start to admire your own work. But you don't even you don't even admire your own work. You don't even take a second to enjoy it. You're already you're already like ready for him to throw back. Like you get back into position. Oh damn, maybe you can't see in the shot. But you get back into position so fast. Like you're already you're, I mean, I mean, a split second later, you obviously know he's down right there. And, th and then you're already like getting back, right? You're ready to wrestle after that or something. 
Yeah, yeah, right away. I was, yeah, right away. It's uh, I, I feel like I'll, I'll throw one, maybe two shots hard, and, and every time I throw a, a punch or a strike, like I, I throw it with a hundred percent power. Like, like, and and I can do that uh, over the course of 15, 25 minutes. Every single punch I throw, I'm, I'm throwing with hundred percent power. I'm trying to finish the fights. Whereas a lot of people, I feel like. They, they can't do that, but I feel like I'm so well prepared. I'm so well conditioned and, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm just always, I'm always ready. One, two punches. Uh, I'm ready to, to block a shot, uh, or, you know, I was thought I was going to have to, you know, down block and start, start like defending takedowns but that that punch landed flush and clean and then i i knew it was over you know I, I was in a good position but and then i saw him obviously on the ground and you know that was a wrap um can you show me it, it looks like you're where are you hitting him with this where are you no 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 I, kind of no i'm just i'm just hitting him like how you should like most boxers it's uh i hit him with like my index finger and my my middle knuckle and that's why that middle knuckle is a little screwed up, but you know, it's uh, <laughs> I, I land just flush just with those two knuckles. Um, yeah, I, I definitely don't hit with you know the side of my hand. If you if you slow that down, it'll be like the perfect just index knuckle, it'll be just straight in the center of his forehead. God, I always feel like I, I see guys. So you're not, it looks like you hit him with this thing, like almost like a hand, like a opposite of a hammer fist. No, I'm not seeing it. No, right. no, I, I, no. I'm ending like the, it's that, that knuckle. I, I turn it over at the, the very last minute. So it comes at like a weird angle. I, I know what you're talking about. It does look like that, but no, I'm, I'm hitting him with my, my knuckle, my two knuckles. Do you remember Khabib in his, in his early career, Josh, he had this weird, like, hook uppercut it, that always looked like do you remember that thing it would like come from his waist do, do you know what i'm talking about was it like okay I'd, I'd have to watch but yeah no i watched a lot i watched a lot of fights i watched a lot of and i could be describing fights. it wrong because like look at me i've watched this a hundred times and i still can't figure out how the, i'm asking you if you're hitting with this fucking thumb like like what the but, fuck but it is like like i i throw that like like i i i relate it to like pitching and throwing a baseball you know i, I almost like my whole body mechanics are kind of the same way and i'm just it, it's like crossfit core to extremities yeah. I, i'm putting everything my legs to my core to my it, it finishes with the knuckle but i almost throw that thing from my hip uh but i, I throw everything i have into it um and even though it's like you know people say you should always have some, some type of guard up even though i drop my hand so low my head is off the center line and like, I'm still looking out of the corner of my eye and I throw it so fast that it's, uh, anything can happen. You know, someone could counter me, but, uh, a lot of times I feel like that's, that's something that I've kind of mastered. Um, and, and like I said, I I'll land it on anybody. You, you are, and you do, you are way off the center line. It would, it would be, they better be really uh, prepared if they, um, are going to counter. And, yeah. And I know a lot of people like th th that I'm going to fight. They they potentially they watch my fights and they they know that's coming. So I, I feel like 
even me breaking down myself of how would I beat myself? What are some of the things that I would do? I, I think a lot of people think, okay, when he when he throws that overhand right, they're going to bring a knee up the center. They're going to throw a right kick. But I feel like I'm aware of what they may try to do, do but it's, it's not going to work in real time. Um, I feel like it's not um, just because like my body positioning, I'm not just luckily throwing a overhand right in, Otherwise, I'm a pretty lucky person because I, I land that all the time. <laughs> um, does that I'm looking at the um, well, I'll, I'll get to the guys you fought before. I, I wanted to compare the guys you fought to Tupuria. It doesn't even fucking make sense why kind of why he's fighting for the title. I understand he's a scary guy, but um, b before I go there. So does this change everyone's person? I mean, obviously, everyone knew, OK, hey, there's this guy, Josh Emmett. He's, uh, you know, uh, 19 and four. Is it, what's your record right now? Yeah. 19 to four. He's 19 and four. He's fucking knock people. Not only do you knock guys out, but you hit guys and you spin around and send them into kind of like weird positions when you hit them. If you don't knock them out, the highlight reels are kind of crazy. And so then that happens to Bryce and now everyone's kind of, you kind of have this weird, um, uh, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Derek, uh, Derek Lewis. They're, they're, it, you're a weird, you're a weird featherweight. You're a weird 146 pound fighter. You have this weird Derek Lewis thing, like, oh shit. Um, this guy, it doesn't matter how where you are in the fight, he can just knock you out. It change, it's got to change everyone's strategy. Make the people a little skittish, hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. Maybe. May, may uh, I feel like when people are fighting and and, and people are watching the highlight rules uh, of myself or. Uh, yeah, that, that has to be in the back of their head. You know what I mean? Like I, I a lot of the people I, I've actually dropped every single person that I fought at featherweight except uh, Cater. I didn't I didn't drop him. He's uh, not uh, he's not droppable. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't drop him like, <laughs> with some hard shots. Um, you just yeah, 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 out of him. It has to be. Uh, it has to be in the back of their head. You know, just they have to be thinking about it somewhat because you, you don't know what's going to happen. You watch a lot of film and you you think you're aware, but you you really don't know until you get in there. Like I want to get hit by these guys. I want to. I want to feel how hard they hit, how fast they are, things like that. It sounds kind of odd, but I just because because we don't know. And then once you get hit, you're just like, oh, that, that's that's nothing. You know what I mean? Or that's it. It would be interesting to see how Max would deal with you. I, I think of Max Holloway, obviously, is, is I think of him as the greatest of all time. I think Volk's getting up there, but I, I really like Max. But mm -hmm. um, he do, he doesn't hit hard compared to you. He's got like that more of that Manny Pacquiao style, right? Where it's just volume over power. Yeah, no, I, no, I believe so. And that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. I'm sure he can hit hard too, you know, just because uh, I feel like all these guys, they, they can hit hard. It's a, uh, He's a tall, big guy too, you know. So he has the, he probably has a lot of power at the end of his his punch and stuff like that. And he is a phenomenal fighter. He was a a great champion. He's a good person. So, uh, but I do believe he is like much more of a a volume puncher. But you know, there there are there is some power that comes with that, you know. And it's the ones that you don't see coming that are the ones that hurt you when people really load up on shots and they they connect. Maybe they hurt a little, but it's it's the ones that you don't see that kind of like drop you or put you out. Uh, Ricardo Lamas, Jeremy Stevens, Michael Johnson, Shane Burgos, uh, Ige, Cater, Yair Rodriguez. The, he Topuria hasn't fought any of those guys. Mm -mm. 
the only person he fought, yeah mitchell and, and that's the thing like with with fighting it's uh we put so much into a fight you know whether it's 10 12 weeks um some some days on fight day it's not your day uh i'll tell you that when i fought him it wasn't my day but man that that's a fight i want back bad uh i, I want to fight that year again um i want to fight him in vegas uh just here i, I want to fight where did you fight i year at uh australia okay okay <laughs> yeah but but it's just uh, i just like stuff that's uh not that like it doesn't it doesn't matter like where but it's like when you're cutting weight you're doing all these uh there's there's a lot of things that go into that factor into a fight you know and it's uh sometimes uh travel can uh i don't know i i feel like can kind of hinder performance but it's uh but regardless i I want some of these fights back. You know, I just, I just want to, I just want them back, you know, being in there with them and just uh, maybe just not performing uh, to my ability. It just eats at me. And uh, I definitely want those back. After uh, a year in Tupuria, I guess it's kind of bittersweet with uh, Tupuria because on one hand, if you would have won that, you'd probably be fighting for the title. But on the other hand, you lost to the guy who's fighting for the title. So theoretically that keeps you just right in the mix. Right. And, and, and it went to decision, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only one. I don't think he, or maybe he, he only went to decision one time with one other fighter, but I think he's finished everybody. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But, but regardless, it it doesn't matter. He won uh, that night. He he was a better man. And, uh, but I want it back bad. Did you after Ayer and uh, Tapuria? Ayer was five round fight that ended in the fourth. Uh, second, yeah, year. Second, okay. Um, after those two fights, did you were you at an all time low for your career? Yeah, like, uh, at okay. first, like personally, were you like how was that, or were you how how did you handle that? Yeah, it's uh, the first time ever in my my career that I, I had lost two fights in a row. Um, you know, most important fights of my life probably the shittiest performances of my life as well. Um, and so it was tough, but, but I, I, I hold myself to a, a very high standard and, and I knew I just had to uh, just get back in there. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to fight and get back in the win column. There was, there was nothing that was going to stop me for, for one, I set a goal at the beginning of 2023 and that was to get three fights in. Um, you know, I lost to those two guys. I was getting one more in. It was the end of the year um, when I was supposed to fight someone else. And then there was a, a little change up with the two week notice. But who were you had, supposed to fight? Uh, Giga Chikaze. Oh, that's to, right. That's right. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, that'd have been, been a fight, too. I was supposed to fight him. Uh, he got hurt two weeks before. Um, but I, I had a lot of like plans after this fight. You know, I put a lot of money and time and effort and energy into this fight. He got hurt two weeks before. I, I was still fighting. I was still uh, accomplishing my goal of getting three fights in. I was going to fight no matter what on the 16th. I didn't care who they put in front of me because I had a lot of things uh, planned afterwards. And I, I wasn't going to sit back and wait. And I, and I really couldn't. You would have fought anybody? You would have fought anybody? Didn't matter. That, like two weeks out, you're like, fuck it. Doesn't matter. Anybody. Yeah. They, they, they sent me. God, they should have given you Aljo. Wouldn't have been, that have been fucking awesome? There, yeah, he, he was. <laughs> you know, I I would have fought anybody. Yeah, I would have fought anyone. But um, 
but I, I ended up going with actually Bryce took the fight, but he was the, one of the most popular and most dangerous fighters out of like all the guys he gave me. But at the end of the day, I would have fought anybody. And I wanted someone ranked, you know, at least a big name because there'd be these guys that I are. I mean, yeah, you got a great guy. That yeah. I, When I saw that pop on the card, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe we're going to watch this. <laughs> yeah. So, so it all, it, it just, it worked out perfect. And, you know, the, the, the fight went perfect. And, and that's something that you, or as fighters, we always hope that, okay, we can go in there last punch we land or first punch we land that that's over. And, and that's kind of what happened. And, um, you know, I, I got out of a fight unscathed and, um, even though that was a, uh, you know, a crazy knockout, I think knockout of the year, which a lot of people think, but, uh, you know, Bryce, even though he got knocked out, he got cleared. He, he's not, there was no like s severe injuries or anything like that shortly after. And then, he's he, you know he's going to take a little more time off which i think is great uh he is a good guy you know i, I met him there he's uh he was just a uh, super respectful and super nice guy and, and i and i wish him all the best but it's like we're going in there fighting it's uh that's what people want to see too they want to see big knockouts and i feel like i owe that to not only the company to the fans it's like sometimes i almost got like a little uh i don't know people were like criticizing me that i was like celebrated a little too much or it, I don't it was just, think so. It, he thanked, he thanked you yeah. uh, profusely for not punching him again. A lot of guys would have punched again. I mean, oh, for sure. we just hey, saw one this past weekend. Yeah. I forget. What was it? What was it? It was, it was the main event. Um, fuck, I can't remember. Event. I'll think about it, but go, go ahead. So, so some people said that you, you over, you overstepped your bounds. Yeah. Or so, stuff like that. And, and, and then it's like with everything that comes, it's like, there was this company that I, I did. Uh, they they just asked if they could use my likeness to make some shirts. I said, "Oh, of course," you know. And then it's like people are like, "Oh, you you're doing all this stuff. That's too much." I'm like, "That's what happens in a fight." And and it's like that's what like I want that to. Ha I'm going to try to do everything in my power to do that every single time. You know what I mean? It's like it, it was just it was a little odd, but at the end of the more day, people will buy pay per views to watch you fight after seeing that. I mean, that at the end of the day. It, it, I mean, that was the thing with Derek Lewis. It's like, oh, here it comes. You're just going to watch two trains collide, right? And that's yeah. that. If if you go to a Josh Emmett fight, you're going to see the hardest puncher in the featherweight class, th who's got the greatest endurance at throwing the hardest punches. Go. Yeah, and, and I'll do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to. I know, mean, you I, and Volkanovski would be crazy. No, I know. That's why it's. Uh, yeah, I, I want to get the, whoever has the belt, you know, and that's why I've always wanted to fight Volkanovski because he has the belt. But it's, even though he's a he's a he's a good person as well, I feel like everyone that I fought is pretty respectful. Um, but yeah, that, that him and I are very similar in like stature and stuff like that, power, athleticism. Uh, so I, I think it would be a, a phenomenal fight for the fans, and that's something that a lot of people have wanted to see and. You know, I just have to get back to just just continue to win fights. And like you said, I'm I am right in the mix, you know. So depending on what happens with uh, these guys, I, I feel like I could be one more win away from getting a shot or you never know in the in the division kind of what happens, who's available, things like that. I, I don't know. So uh, but I, I think I'm, I'm right there. Uh, so, someone's telling me how to pronounce his name. Yair, Ayer. I, if I, yeah. I, I, I'm fine yeah, with both. Yeah, you're, I, I, I call them both. Me and him are close. I call them whatever. <laughs> I call them whatever I want. Um, 
I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm trying to remember which fight it was from uh, last week. Was it the Randy Brown fight? I'm trying to remember, but the, the oh, guy yeah. was the, the guy was clearly out, and then Randy ha- had to punch him one more time before the ref got. Was it that fight? Uh, he did hit him a few times, but I, I I'm not sure if that's the one you're thinking about. Yeah, which fight was that? One of one of the fights, the ref didn't call it, and so the guy had to go over there and uh and, and punch him one more time. That was that. Uh, oh, maybe it was on the prelims. Hmm. That wasn't necessary. Do you watch the fights? I, I do. Yeah, if, if I can, I, I don't think I watched last week's fights because I was doing something, and they were a little earlier, right? Was it a yeah, was, yeah, I, yeah? Four four p.m. Four p.m. Yeah, so no, I typically I try to watch a lot of the fights. Um, you know, I, I've been a fan of the sport for so long uh, since I was, you know, long, long time ago. So I, if I, if I'm available, which most of the time I'll, I'll try to watch the fights or at least the the main card. Um, yeah, I'm always tuning in watching them. Have they offered you another fight, Josh? Since you weren't hit in your last fight, uh, they they wanted to see if I wanted to fight at UFC 300 um, a while ago, but I. I have to take a little time off just because I, I, I did a stem cell procedure. Um, and so I have to take, you know, a, a good amount of time off. So I can't even go back to training until right around um, UFC 300. So do you wish you wouldn't have done that procedure or? No, not no. at all. I've been dealing with some stuff for years. So I, I just want to get back to, to feeling good again. So didn't get hit in the fight uh immediately it sounds like you did some uh stem cell procedure did they offer have they offered you anything since then do you know who they were going to offer you in ufc 300 no they 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 just asked if uh, i'd be uh, available for ufc 300 damn and and i knew going into it it's like i wanted to get three fights in and then i i just want to you know i i take good care of my body but i've good okay i've just been dealing with things for a few years where I haven't been able to, to fight at the potential I would like to. And I, I hold myself accountable to. So that's why, um, I just want to get back to, to feeling good so I can, then I'm like, it's on. Um, and then, you know, cause I, I feel like I have, you know, one last chance to make a run at the title, but I have a long career ahead of me. So I just want to, I just want to feel good. And so I can train and, and fight the way I know I can. So, so what I'm hearing from you is you want to get the title and defend it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, let's just at the 146 pounds. So it's it sounds like Volkanovski and Topuria are fighting, right? Mm-hmm. So, in a perfect world, I guess. Um, uh, would you say Volk wins? You fight Volk, and then you refight Tapuria. that yeah that would be in in a perfect world if i could can write that best because i do feel like volk is one of the i know you're saying max is you know one of the greatest featherweights which i i believe he's he's up there he'd be number two on my list um i i have volkanovsky is the the greatest featherweight of all right. time because he's he was the pound for pound number one he's he's beat max legit pound for pound number one too right i mean like, yeah. like even after he lost to what's his name Islam. He, he was he was beating Islam's ass in the fifth round. Yeah, and that, that's why I just feel like he. I just feel like he's right now. He he's the he's the great incoming phone call. Small break. Small bathroom break.
Josh Emmett must run to the bathroom very quickly. He'll be back shortly. No one fret. Every man has to pee at some point. We're all humans. I wonder if he knows that he's not, I can't hear him anymore. Someone called or something, or he got a text or FaceTimed him or. Oh, Mason. Oh, Mason, you didn't even think he's going to show up and he's here. You shut it. We already got our money's worth. Oh, look, here he comes back. Here he comes. I see something. He's coming. Just just now we're just hanging on every word. Dude, listen, he shot fought Shane Burgos, I think, twice. Fucking nuts, dude. That guy, that guy is a hammer. Top of his game, loses two fights in a row, come back, knocks out Bryce Mitchell in the first round, d destroys Bryce Mitchell, sends him into like into another universe. <laughs> that wasn't even Josh Emmett. The recording ran out. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> yeah, I, I just timed it all perfect. Look, there he is. He came back. That was that was uh, one of his relatives calling. I was one of your relatives asking for money. It, it was actually my little brother that called me. <laughs> like that. That, that fucker messed up the a bit, but I just said it to uh, to do not disturb. I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay, so you were saying so. So it, we were talking perfect world. You, Volk is the best. I agree. Volk is the best too. I would rank him number one too. I just love Max, but you're right. Volk is is the best. So in a perfect world, you you would get to fight him. Yeah, yeah. Because no, what no. if Tapuria wins? And even though I don't think he, I don't think he is. But what if Tapuria wins? I wonder what the, what are they gonna do with you, dude? Yeah, I don't know that. Maybe I'll they'll get that rematch. They like the <laughs> who, who knows that. I don't really yeah, want to yeah. see you fight anyone except for the title. I don't really want to see you fight Giga or Matt. You know, I this is kind of I would like to. See, it would be cool to see you fight Conor McGregor at one fifty five. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, of course. Who doesn't want to fight Conor? You know, you get paid yeah. well, and you know he was he's such a you know, such a, a big name in the sport and, and brought a lot of eyes to everyone. So yeah, of course I would love that, but yeah, I doubt that happens. Ever. Would you, would you fight um, Diaz too? No, no, I, no. I wouldn't fight Nate. Like, uh, there's, Why? Cause, uh, he's a, cause he's in the home, in your hometown. Cause he's a homie. He, yeah. He's uh he's, he's like, they're like an hour from a Stockton and it's like Nate and I are cool, you know? So it's like, I, I, I would never, I would never fight him. Um, and we're not even in the same weight classes. Now he's two weight classes above me, you know, but. But he uh, fought Connor at 155 too, though, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Man. I, I can't believe that they didn't give you. The, have you ever been offered a title? Oh, you fought. The, that was the interim when you fought uh, Taporia? Um, Yair. Yair. Do, after that fight, do you cry? You go home and cry? No, you don't go in your hotel and you're like, fuck, and start put your head in the pillow and cry? Just, no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just pissed. I want to get the hell out of the arena. I'm just like, uh, it's it, it's definitely, it's hard. It's uh, just because so much, so much goes into it. And it's, uh, you know, all my coaches and everyone that came out, I had so many friends and, and family that, flew out to Perth, Australia, which is like the furthest place you can actually fly in the world from Sacramento. And, uh, yeah, I just felt like I, I don't know, just, it's hard. You know, I, I don't even want to, I just want to like disappear and stuff like that. But, you know, I had a lot of people that come out and, 
I had to go out and just, you know, I don't know, just for me, just thank him for being there and showing support and stuff like that. So we definitely, um, yeah, hung out, but I'm, I'm definitely not in a good place, I guess you can say, just because I'm thinking about, um, I'm just playing the fight over and over in my head. And then we had a handful of friends that we, we are going to do like, uh, Australia trip just because we were we were there uh, so we stayed in Perth for a while we went to Sydney and then each each uh, city we'd go to we'd have a few more people that would like fly back home and then my wife and I were with our our best friends and then we end up doing New Zealand uh, the the south and North Island and you know at one point my wife knows me really well and she can just tell she looks over at me and I'm just like I'm not staring, staring off into like nothing, but I'm just like, I, I just can't stop replaying this stuff in my head. And it, she knows that I'm not happy. And she's just like, we can go home or you can try to have a good time. I'm like, eh, I really didn't care at that moment. But um, yeah, so I try to, that's, that's one of the main reasons why I just wanted to get home, get back to training and, and get back to, to fighting. So I, I literally came home and they had already, you know, offered me a fight against Ilya um, shortly after just because I said I want to fight ASAP and nobody would fight Ilya and so I was like yeah sign me up I'll fight him and so that was on yeah yeah that was on and, and, and so there's is, is there any cure for losing a fight it's just another fight yeah I think you just have to you just got to move on <laughs> And that, that that's just, yeah, or another fight. But no, I, I think you just have to move on at the end of the day. It's like anything in life. It's like it, <laughs> you, you go through, like, things are tough. Uh, there's tough times. There's struggles, adversity in your life, whatever it is. It's like you can sit there and, and feel sorry for yourself and dwell on the past. Or you can just, in my mind, just move on. Uh, you know, it's even though you're going to think about it and, and it's still – certain things like bother me and I think they always will. Um, uh, but I, I still have to just keep moving forward. Um, and I, I do see this in a lot of fighters, um, where they, they let it just like, it just eats at them the whole time. And they're always talking or not always, but some fighters they're they think they want to fight and, but they lost. It's like, look it up. What was the scorecards? You either won or you lost. You, you win or you lose. And so it's like those fights I lost. Uh, it pisses me off. It motivates me. And I keep working towards another fight. But there's other fighters that, you know, they, they're having another fight scheduled. And this is like five, six months later. And during their fight week, they're still talking about their previous fight that they thought mm -hmm. they won. I'm like, you've lost the damn fight. You should... Mm -hmm. You should focus on the opponent that you're going to fight on Saturday night. And, and then you see a lot of these guys lose. I, I think it, I don't know, it, it does something to you because they're, they're like so, so all over the place and they're not like solely focused on like their ta the task at hand and the, the opponent in front of them. Um, and, and I see that sometimes I'm like, this guy's going to lose this fight. And typically that's, that's what happens. Did you see Dave Chappelle's most recent standup? No, no, I haven't. Uh, a, a section of it, he there's this theme he has going through the stand-up where he talks about um, being a dreamer, that he's mm -hmm. a dreamer, and that he hangs around with dreamers and people who dream. I think that's the word he uses, dreamers. And he says when he, – and he's standing in there, and he's like you know smoking a cigarette, and he's 50-whatever, one years old, and he's like, I dreamt about this when I was 14 years old. 
do you spend a lot of time um, dreaming and imagining? Like, do you have a strong imagination? Yeah, no, no, I, I definitely, I, I feel like I'm, I, I do do that a lot. I feel like you're like, you're manifesting things and, and, and I do that. I visualize stuff. Um, there's a lot of things that like I, I do, like I make a vision board every New Year's Eve. You know, my, my wife and I and our best friends, we made a vision board uh, on What New is Year's that? Eve. Can you tell me what that is? It, it, it's just stuff that it's like, it's almost like setting goals, but it's, it's, it's something that it's much more like elaborated and just big, think of like dream big. I feel like if you, if you achieved all your goals um, last year, they probably weren't big enough. So it's like, we have this poster board um, and we go and get tons of magazines and we just cut out whether it's quotes, sayings from the magazines, whether it's words, whether it's pictures. Um, and you just, you make this big ass collage, you put it together. Uh, you, you put a picture of yourself on there. Um, we always sign the back and date it. And, and I've been doing this since I was a little kid. You know, my, my mom is, a. I, I grew up, uh, she's a naturopath. So she, my mom is, you know, into holistic medicine and things like that. So I, I grew up doing these type of things. And so I, I feel like we, my wife and I, we, we do it now. I have stuff before from 2007, before I went down to uh, Menlo college to wrestle, I always wanted to fight in the UFC. I still have this vision board that like I made and, and I found it in, in the attic at my mom's house when we were moving a long time ago, but it has a lot of stuff that, I have now like UFC, UFC suit. I wasn't even fighting then. I was, I just, I was going down to wrestle in college. Um, so I feel like the back to the vision board, it's like you make this big collage of big things that you, that you've always dreamed of that you want to do. And it's not like a short term goal. It's just, you're putting it out there and then we have them in our room. So I literally see this thing every day. Uh, first thing when I wake up, when I go to bed, when I'm doing my red light in the mor in the morning, I'm staring at this thing for 20 minutes. Um, and it's just your subconscious. It's like, I don't know. I just, I, I truly believe in things like this and visualizing things and dreaming, like you're saying, and, and, and feeling, um, things that I've always, always wanted. I, I feel like I have them. You feel I, them too. You feel, yeah, you don't yeah, just, I, you don't just visualize them. You feel them. Yeah, I feel like I to, to like oh yeah, like you have a chip on your shoulder. Like this is I, I feel like I am this or I, I want this. I, I what is it? What does it feel like to have that? So I I do I do a lot of this. I, I've done this for since I was a little kid, and um, I feel like I am a just like living proof of this. Like it, my obviously my mom, my wife, my close friends and family that know me. If they've known me for a long time, things that I've always said I'm gonna do something like. I, I am doing it, you know? So I feel like if, if I can do that, like there's so many people that do this already, but um, I a hundred percent believe in um, these type of like, I guess exercises, whatever you want to call them. When you go to bed at night, um, do you always do, is that part of your routine going to bed at night, laying on your back and, and, and dreaming and like dreaming and like visualizing and feeling is it part of your, uh, and, no, no. and if you don't do it, do you feel like you're being lazy? Like, are there times when you you should be doing it that you don't? No, no, no. It, it just depends. Like, uh, me, per I, I I don't do that like every night, but I'm I, I'm I see this vision board. I I, I feel like throughout the day I'm, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about certain things that I've I've wanted. Um, mm -hmm. But I do feel like touching off of that, like 
I feel that way with uh, like in camps or something. That, that's why I, whether it's a, uh, you know, my diet, extra workout, something like that, I will never cheat the process because then I will be pissed at myself that I didn't mm -hmm. do what I was supposed to do. Um, like even going back to like doing cold plunges in the morning, we have a plunge here. It's like, I would get up every single morning and I go straight out there. If I, if I were to tell myself, Oh, let's not do it today. Let's do it tomorrow. And I, I didn't do it one day. I would beat myself up. I'd be pissed. You know, it's like mm. in camp, you know? Um, and a lot of things, if, if I, if I'm working towards something and I'm trying to achieve something, I, I am pretty hard on myself, but um, as far as like those activities and, and dreaming visualize, I don't do that every single night. It's not like a, a typical routine I, I do, but if, if it were a routine, then I would just do it every single night, you know? Um, have you ever heard of this um, uh, author? Um, he's from the turn of the century, like early 1900s. Um, uh, Napoleon Hill, he wrote this book, Law of Success. Law of Success, Napoleon Hill. Uh, I think I... No, I don't. I don't know. He. What's crazy is, is I'm. I'm listening to this. People have always told me about this book, and so I'm listening to this book, and then I hear the Dave Chappelle thing, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Whoa, th these guys are talking about the same thing." But one guy's talking about in 2024, and one guy's talking about in 1924. Jeez. And and then here I am asking you, and you're like, "Yeah, I do that." You think that? You think that? Um, that's un un. You think every single champion does that? You think that there's a single person who didn't dream their success, con consciously dream their success. Like they just stumbled into it. Hey, I just have hard. I just do hard work and have good habits and fuck here. I am. Yeah, maybe like who knows, but I, I would think a lot of people are, yeah, they, they have high expectations of themselves. They, they, they're visualizing themselves uh, accomplishing big goals that they probably goal oriented, which I am. And they're setting out goals and you have to like, I, I feel like if you, if you want something, I know people say, Oh, you got to say it, but you have to work towards it. Like, I don't, you can't just think these things and actually not put in the work. Like you're not going to achieve anything unless you are lucky. And that's probably very rare. Um, but yeah, I, I would say a lot of champions um, or people that are very successful. I, I agree with you. I, I think, I think that is a, a definitely an exercise or something that they implement into their lives or, or some type of daily routine. Who taught your mom? I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. Um, my mom, what a crazy just, gift she gave you. Yeah, no. And, and now I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for it just because, uh, like I never went to the, the doctor, um, like unless I needed an x-ray or a physical growing up, if I was sick, she would make some like herbal remedy or concoction and I'd be drinking this nasty shit or like yeah. making some tincture. Um, yeah. She made everything from scratch. Like I didn't eat any processed stuff. We didn't have any shit in the house. And I was, I was always bummed about that. You know, growing up as a kid, I was like, mom, why can't I have this? Or can we get some soda? And she, no, no. Like, uh, so I'd go to my friend's houses and I'd like, oh, they'd have Twinkies or, you know, just cereal. regular cereal. Remember regular. sugar cereal at the friend's yeah. house. Sugar yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. We didn't have any of that. Like it's, uh, <laughs> but I'm so grateful now, you know, it's, it, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Um, e even going back to, uh, when I was younger and I feel like my mom was ahead of 
certain things too. You hear about like we didn't have a microwave in the house because yes, of certain things. And then she never used aluminum. Like we didn't have aluminum foil in the house. We had nothing aluminum. And I was like, mom, why can't we just put this over there? She wouldn't do it. And then you like 20 years later, you, you hear about all like the, the bad stuff with cooking in aluminum, like all the, the shitty pans and stuff like that. Yeah, she had cast iron yeah. skillets and stuff like that. And I was like, what is this? But I feel like she was way ahead of, uh, <laughs> of certain things i used to think it was crazy and then you know 10 20 years later this thing comes out and it's so popular I'm like, damn my mom was right what about when you went to australia did, did you have to did they try to give you the shot when you went there um no 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 because no. it was it was in 2023 over so. oh yeah. did, you, did you did you have to lose any fights because you wouldn't get the shot no i i feel like uh luckily dana white you know he was uh <laughs> yeah yeah, I think all the fighters and stuff, we're, we're lucky to have a, a boss like him. And, and yeah. he's that basically he was the UFC was a gold standard for the for the COVID bubble. And he, he started all that. Like, yeah. you know, sports followed suit because of what he was doing, you know. So I'm I'm grateful to to fight for him and, and the UFC, you know, to be honest. Was your mom very political growing up? No, no, she wasn't. Okay, because it's well, interesting. She, she, yeah, she would like. She she wasn't like. I, I feel like she has very strong beliefs and stuff like that, and, and certain things like she wouldn't. Like I know her thoughts, and I, I I so you say political. Like I guess she wouldn't tell her views. Um, like try to put them on people, but she thought a lot of stuff was bullshit you know honestly and then now we see a lot of things at least i feel like and i don't, I don't talk like politics and things like this or conspiracy theories but it's just like i, I see like a lot of things going on now i'm just like uh, even just like our food and everything you know it's like i i think like it, like in schools the, if schools and prisons feed their people the same shit like schools feed kids poison like everyone knows it yet we keep doing it everyone knows it yeah yeah, so it's, it's I think it's horrible. You know? Here's the here's the place I was going. You 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 grew up in California. Yep, Sacramento. Okay, so I grew up in the Bay Area too. So I grew up uh, very liberal upbringing. Uh, do good for people, love people, be kind to people. You know, fucking uh, the healthy lifestyle. And then yep. all of a sudden, like all of a sudden, like all those people are like have flipped the script on me. Or, or or I wasn't paying attention. All the people that were supposed to be good people and like leave people alone and freedom and let everyone do their own shit. All of a sudden they're like, like all like like when COVID happened, they're all of a sudden they're like, hey, they're. Th I guess it's just the whole victim mentality. All of a sudden they're just demanding that we feel sorry for people, or they're demanding we be racist, or they're demanding we take drugs. And I was just wondering how your mom processed that. If she was like, holy shit, what the fuck happened to all my friends? Like, what happened to Neil Young? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, dude, Neil. But she, yeah, she, so she was that way. She went. She wouldn't say, it, but she was. She's the same person she's been, and she she definitely has her strong beliefs. Like I said, so it's like she, I don't. I personally like. I don't care what other people are doing. Like right. I feel like if someone wants to go do this and they feel safer, that's fine. That's on you. But I just don't like when people try to like force their views or beliefs on me. Like just let fair, fair. everyone, everyone let let everyone like yeah. decide for yeah. themselves. You know what they yeah. want to do. And that's how I feel with everything, you know, at the end of the day, I want, I just want whatever's going to be better, even for like our country, like what's right. going to be better for the people, the economy, like certain things, right. like, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, 
it's, it's a weird. weird. How, it's a weird. Do you think it's a weird time we live in? Oh, I think it's a yeah crazy time we live in. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> I, I think it's just it, it's nuts, and it, it is weird. Like a lot of like people even losing friendships over like even if they're like oh I like this person or I like this you know this policy or belief, and people just it's like it's like you're either with us or against us. Like I yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I think both people on the far left and the far right are like whack, you know, but like I, I can see both sides and I'm usually just in the middle. And I, I just if something I agree with, I'm like, OK, I understand that. Like I always just observe, listen and and like think, but I'll never I'll never like befriend someone or, or be pissed at someone for having their own opinion because everyone's entitled to their own opinion. You know, it's like it's like you like green or yellow if you say yellow i'm gonna be pissed at you i hate yellow like i i can't ever talk to you or come on your podcast again like i'm like okay <laughs> it's, it's it's odd i i think i think the world is in a strange strange place but <laughs> troy martin um uh southern man don't need him around anyhow quote from neil young look at you um so when would be the soonest we would see you um dancing around with your hands up in front of your face trying to knock dudes out yeah i'm, I'm hoping just because i can't i i really can't really get back to even training till you know for a few more months so um i'm maybe international fight week june 29th oh that's sooner than i thought i thought you were going to say like 2025 holy shit no 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 i i don't know that, that that's just me always like forward thinking i i still don't know right now but i'm just like i i, I always set goals and usually i try to stick by them as uh as close as i can at least so that's just something that's in my head i'm like i i just i would i would want to fight in april i'd want to fight i'd want to fight this weekend you know if i could because I, I i feel fine i want to stay active i want to stay consistent and, and just continue to fight at least three times a year if not more um but i do want fights that are going to get me closer to the title too um always fighting these guys that I've taken every fight. I fought everybody. It's uh, it, you really have. You really, really have. It's no, crazy. No good to. <clears throat> I take these fights that people are behind me, and, and there's a lot of people that like they will not fight anyone behind them. They only want to fight forward, and they'll they'll sit there and say no to every fight. And you know they'll wait a year, and then they'll get a, a, a fight someone in front of you. But I've only fought two people in front of me my whole career. Every single, even when I'm ranked high, I'm fighting everyone in the back, and it does me nothing. It does nothing for me because I just beat Bryce. Okay, when I when I win fights and I have big finishes, I shift back in the rankings. It doesn't make sense to me, at least. Uh, there's was, people, was he? He was number four. Uh, Bryce was. I think he was like nine or something. Nine, okay. Time. He he was he was way up there until he lost to Ilya. Um, okay. But but I feel like when I. I win fights, they move me out of the rankings. So if I was sitting back, not winning a fight in years and years or not fighting anyone, like I would be, I'd be out of the top 20. Uh, Maybe you need to get active on Twitter. Maybe you need to, do you ever talk shit to people on Twitter? No, but I don't, I don't know. It's even, that's just, I, I don't know these guys. I, I feel like anytime I'm on a, a card, people are excited to see me fight just because like, I'm going to try to do that every time. I've never been in a boring fight. I can fight. I'm not this, this person that this character, um, you know, people always say, Oh, you need to start talking shit. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's not me. I, I don't know what these guys are going through or what they've been through. I don't know them personally. So I'm not gonna, I'm just not gonna do that. You know, I, I feel like 
I don't know. I just, I, I just want to be who I, who I am. Like mm -hmm, what, mm -hmm. you, what you get, I can fight. I'm not an actor. I didn't go to school to become some actor. I, I, mm. I fight and, and I think I'm really good at it. And, uh, mm. I, I feel like my, my fighting speaks for itself too. So it's, uh, I don't, I don't know why we have to, you know, just be some, some character. I think a lot of people are trying to be, maybe you could tweet some shit like a uh, good evening. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, McGregor, I noticed that, uh, you're thinking about fighting. Uh, I'm, I would be happy to get in the ring and tussle with you. Would you like to put on some really tight underwear and get in the ring together and beat the fucking shit out of each other? I'm game uh, on any given Saturday at 7 PM. <laughs> you can just be tweeting. Hey, <laughs> yeah, totally. Hey, well, how will you know if the stem cells work, Josh? Um, everybody's different. It's um th this place that I actually went to though they have a, a really high success rate, and it's uh they they typically take three to four months, and they continue to work for up to a year. But uh, everyone's different. So some some people, you know, that those twenty percent that it hasn't worked for it, it, it can it can do nothing. But I've yeah, I, I just, I'm hopeful and, and I went to a great place and, uh, yeah, just kind of sent back and, and hoping they, they work their magic and yeah, I can get back in feeling, feeling great again. You sweating every day? Um, no, no, you don't get like on an assault bike or go for like, put on like extra sweatshirts and go for a long, like walk up a hill or not. No sweat. You don't sweat every day. Not, not, not right now. No. no. Wow. Crazy. Uh, Good. That takes some discipline not to do that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I, I, mean, I, you love working out. Yeah. And, and for then I've done my, my entire life. And so it's, uh, it, it's kind of funny. Whereas, you know, I, I enjoy the lifestyle of fighting. Uh, I, I do enjoy being healthy and, and, and training, but, you know, I, I've, I've worked out my whole life, like literally mm. my whole life. And so it's like we used to, when we go on vacation, like we'd be like, oh, we'll bring some like running shoes and some mm -hmm. like some workout jump rope, maybe some, maybe some dumbbells. And then sometimes I wouldn't use it. And then after a while, I'm like, because I want to be on vacation. Like I work out for a living uh, every single day, like rain or shine, like whether I, I, I I'm sore or not, I have to. So I, I just got real after a while. My wife's like, oh, you want to bring some stuff to work out? I'm like, no, I'm not going to work out. I'm on vacation. I like so. Uh, so now we just. uh yeah, we kind of stick to that. But yeah, it was hard after doing the stem cells. They didn't want to do anything for like two to four weeks. Uh, you can start P like PT after two weeks, um, but they didn't want you doing anything. And and I was, that was hard for me because I, I was, I was like, you think I could do like some push-ups and stuff? And she's like, no, you can't do anything. I was like going to start doing something. But um, yeah, I, I just have to, I, I, I follow like, it's their protocol. I, I, I don't like, cheat certain things or people that are you know specialists in certain areas and they're telling me one thing like i listen to the the experts uh, it's like my my dietitians when they tell me exactly what time to eat weigh this out do this like i follow their plan to the t i i, I don't i don't like try to cut corners i don't i don't do certain things because i have regr regrets in uh in in college like uh, wrestling i i didn't follow the right program you know i was partying during the season and and that's why i have regrets um to why i got into fighting uh because you know I, it's like I, I feel like i could have been a national champion things bother me and it, it, i should get that because i i didn't like 
I, I just, I cheated the system and, and it, and it showed it doesn't work. So anytime someone's telling me to, you know, do this, and this is the best case scenario, I do that. I always ask them, what's the best? And they say, well, this would be, I say, okay, I'm going to do that. So, you know, I always just, yeah, I just listen to people. You've turned into an adult. <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess so. <laughs> hey brother, uh, I love having you on. I, I, I think the conversation we had about, um, uh, dreaming there's going to be at least one person out there that changes their life i'm telling you there's not enough people out there dreaming uh what a cool uh little bit you shared i know i'm gonna i've really been thinking about it a lot lately i'm not a goal-oriented person i'm just a person with good habits and discipline and structure but maybe i need to start dreaming more so i appreciate you i'll say start this. looking at uh like look up vision boards it's pretty simple you know it's like, yeah we, we just we do it almost every year and mm. then I but like my, it. We still have stuff from 2016. My wife and I, we both have multiple vision boards on our, our wall and we see them all the time. And it's crazy. We go back and, or don't go back, but we look at things on the board and it's like, okay, we've done that. We've done that. We've done that. It, it's, it's wild. Like it really is. So I would say, yeah, maybe, maybe do that since you, you don't set a lot of goals, but I still, yeah, think, life's I still, just been easy and cruising and, but, but maybe I should start working on that shit. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of fun and, and you'll see you'll you'll check things off and accomplish things or, or visit places that you you have on this board and you're not even thinking about it. And it's just like, damn, I've been there. Look what I put on this. Spot. I don't know. I, I've done it since I was young. Thanks. I love mom. it. All right, dude, uh, I'll be staying in touch. Thanks for always making it so easy to be in touch with you. Thanks for coming on tonight. You're a good yeah, dude. Great to be here. And we'll uh, we'll talk later. Ciao, Josh Emmett. Have a good night. Good night. I used to play this manifestation game with my um, with my wife. I've told the story before. It had a weird fucking ending. Boy, oh boy, did it have a weird ending. Uh, Savon, are you going to make quarterfinals? I don't even. I, I know, but I don't even. I don't even know what that means. But no, I'm not, not even going to. I don't know if I'm going to even do the, uh, oh, sh Jesus Christ. Kenneth, that manifestation sounds satanic. Jesus Christ. Take that Bible and shove it up your ass and turn it sideways. For fuck's sake. Sounds satanic. Why? Because it's just, you, how about I, we just call it praying? Listen, listen, Jason, uh, prove Dave wrong. I... I see the world as a musical instrument and I'm just there to finger it. I just finger it. I am not a, uh, I am not interested in ever being right. I'm interested in getting what I want. I let that be very clear. Dylan Val, our local fighter. Can't believe I missed another. Can't wait to listen. Keep killing the guys. Um, there's something I wanted to share. What was it? Oh, uh, the thing about how uh, I, I, J Josh doesn't have kids. Josh Emmett, not yet. And so that thing where um, you don't want to befriend, you, you would never uh, defriend someone for an opinion. Like, I don't care, like, if, if, if you get the shot and... I'd even be your friend if you think that like 
I sh- my kids shouldn't be go to, allowed to go to school if they don't get the shot, even though I think you're a fucking complete moron. But like, I'd still be your friend, love you to death and all that. I don't care if like you're an idiot and you believe in global warming, climate change as, as, as what they tell you, like you're a brain dead idiot. You can't even explain it. Anthropogenic, uh, uh, global warming. And you, you believe just dumb shit like, Oh, Trump's uh, avoid uh, telling the Congress and Senate not to pass, uh, the, the new bill that would stop things at the border. Like if you just believe that without actually going and looking at the bill and yeah. So you're Brian's friend. Yeah, dude, I love Brian friend. Yeah. Oh, all, he, listen, But those people aren't telling the truth when when they say that they wouldn't uh, defend someone because y- you would not – you do not want anyone – anyone who would pull your child aside and speak to them about um, taking drugs and getting uh, – that would uh, – compl- not I'm not talking about even like smoking weed or doing meth or coke or fentanyl, but I'm talking about ho- like shit like hormone blockers that once you take them – your 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 course of your reality is completely changed forever. I, I, the truth is, is vaccines do the exact same thing; they completely uh, ch- uh, change your immune system. All you got to do is five minutes of research if you have kids. Please do five minutes. But um, uh, the, the if, to think that you would be friends and accept some uh, like a pedophile like in your ranks, like you wouldn't. You're, at that point, you're just a bad parent, and so like I, I get the, I get the notion of just wanting to love uh, everyone and accept everyone, and like I'm like, I'm so down with that on so many levels. Like God bless the Godfather and the Lone Ranger and 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 the CrossFit's media team and just all the just douche nozzles out there and all the racist woke bigots. But but as soon as you have kids. There is a, if you're not with me, you're against me, peace. And that's if you want to harm my kids. And so I, um, I I just can't, um, once you want to harm my kids, I I can't do, I can't do that. And I'm okay if that makes, if that, if that distances me from, um, I don't know, God, because I'm not accepting of his children who are uh pedophiles then uh i i apologize uh but i just not i don't have that wisdom so that's that or or you know and i don't i don't even like i've told you before like i've ton, like i have tons i'm surrounded by racists i have tons of friends who are just crazy racists i mean we, we see them all the time but i'm still going to make fun of them i mean this i'm tons with i'm friends with tons of victims i'm tons of people who've like I mean, I'm surrounded by fucking Democrats. I'm uh, racist, cuck, bigot, selfish assholes. I, I'm total friends with them. I had this, I had this friend. Um, a few months ago, they did some really dumb shit, and I go, "Wow, you are a fucking monster." <laughs> And this friend said, how can you think that about me and still be my friend? I'm like, dude, I have lots of friends who are monsters. So many friends who are monsters. (laughs) 
there's this um I, I wonder what this word means. Do you guys know what the word initiative means? Let me see. Let's look it up. Initiative. Initiative. The ability to assess and initiate things independently. Initiative. The power or opportunity to take to act or take charge before others do. So this morning, um, I uh, explain me that I'm going to. Here we go. Um, uh, this morning, um, I, I think it was Caleb or Will Branstetter. I can't even remember. S someone texted me and said, "Hey, should I make episode nine live?" I'm like, "Oh yes, thank you." You you think that that's like nothing, but that sets them like at elite level initiative relative to the rest of the, the people. Oh, there's this guy. There's this guy who has been um, reaching out to me about making clips, shorts, right? So he's taking initiative. That's another thing too, initiative and follow through. I only – if you are not – and then there's the opposite of initiative, right? There's like you see – there's so – I guess there's levels. There's initiative. You see the piece of trash, you go over and pick it up. You you see the piece of trash, you don't pick it up. You don't see the piece of trash at all. But all the dudes, I'm, all, all the people in my life, I, I it's often I refer to it as givers. They're givers. They just keep giving to me. Give, 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 give. <clears throat> and, um. I'm just – I've surrounded myself by people who take initiative. What is it? The ability to assess and initiate things. So they, like, make me clips or tell me, like, hey um, – like you, like even uh, Jeremy World, he'll be like, hey, dude, you have or, – or Bruce Wayne, they'll be like, hey, dude, you have two shows scheduled. Like, think of all the fucking people I know, but those fucking two dudes to send me that. Or um, Jeffrey Burchill texts me and says, uh, "Are you didn't do a show? Are you okay?" I'm not. I'm not I don't. I, those are just like really simple forms of initiative. But like, I just want to be around people who have initiative. Audrey, fine. I'll give you a standy. Okay, this show's over. Thank you. I'll see you in the back in uh, twenty minutes. So, um. Those are, I mean, that, that, oh, what are three synonyms for initiative? Let's see what this is. What is this? Uh, initiative, push, energy, enterprise, ambition, pep, motivation, zip. The thing is, is it's so natural for people who have it. You just, um, you're not, you're not doing it to, um, you're not doing it to get anything. weird uh ernie uh garza um man ernie fuck man uh you went to the hell summit man people can't stop talking about how cool you are to me how crazy you even got a picture with uh you got a picture with um uh sugar uh sugar free revolution is that who you got the picture with i saw your picture 
I know this is going to be crazy. Oh, yeah, look at you, dude. What a little stud you are, dude. Look at you. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> you must have, so I heard you, uh, and then there's Ernie Garza, whom I had the pleasure of finally meeting this weekend. Ernie, you're truly something else. Your spirit, your drive, and your all-hands-on-deck attitude this week didn't just impress me. They were essential to our success, and I really want you to know that I see you and I appreciate you deeply. Most people would be like, God, that's so cheese dick, but I love Karen, and I know she means it. You look good, dude. That's a nice shirt. Look at your fucking chest and your your pants and shit. Look at you. Look at that vein on your fucking hand. Jesus. All vascular. Anyway, yeah, that's initiative. Like I like that's initiative. People are ta- like talking about the um Yes, uh Sixto. Yes, that was Danielle Brandon that he was with. Yes. Uh, Karen Thompson posted a picture of Daniel Brandon and uh, Ernie. Yes. Uh, Johnny, uh, five bucks. <laughs> so, so what? Five bucks says seven last less than three minutes getting that standy. Listen. I feel guilty if they if they get forearm fatigue and have to switch hands. Look at you, all buff and shit. What are you What are you doing? Are you eating an ice cream cone? What are you doing? You looking at your phone? What What shirt are you wearing? You just if that's real if that really is you, Johnny. Uh, you need to DM me your address. You need a Sevon podcast jersey. Jesus, criminy, fucking stud. Someone's looking so good. <clears throat> My elbow's hurting. You better get that shit healed up. You only need it for two minutes. Oh, Kenneth. Not cool. Not cool. I bet it takes him three minutes just to get hard. I'm a frisky. I'm a frisky, frisky, frisky guy. I heard they caught the, uh, I heard they caught some of the, um, the irony. I heard they caught some of the, uh, illegals that beat up the, um, cops in New York. I heard they arrested them in Arizona, which is right. Arizona, of course, it, in New York city, they let you go. Arizona, they arrest you. Uh, born primitive is the sponsor for the Taylor self versus the world. And I'm, I'm pretty damn, uh, proud i think they're a fucking great fit i don't know if you remember the um let me see if i can the ceo was on the show i felt kind of bad he was on the show and then i reached out to him like yo you want to cough up some loot and be a part of this and and the reason why I, I called him is because I wanted his uh, fucking money, but but I also was like, man, this is so much better. I don't want to say some of my friends are sponsored by like Rainbow Brands, and I and I'm not, I'm not doing Rainbow Brands. Anyway, uh, so then uh, he he posted this today, and I thought this was uh, kind of cool. I'll be honest. Um, for me, this is 
in a way, a deliberate FU to Nike. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. When they banned that Air Force One with the Betsy Ross flag on the grounds that the Betsy Ross flag, which is the flag of the American Revolution, is somehow racist, I, I cannot believe they got away with that. And, and you know, for those that we just did an episode on woke capitalism with Anson Frerichs. I highly recommend you tune into that if you haven't already. It's fascinating. Had they tried to pull that shit right now, they would have gotten their asses. I mean, they kind of, they did get some out, but but for the most part, it didn't affect them at all. Yeah. Um, but for one of the biggest, I mean, biggest apparel brand in the, on the planet, you know, an American founded brand to say that the symbol of the, the birth of our Republic is now <clears throat> somehow offensive or racist blows me the fuck away, man. <laughs> I'll be honest. I like it. I like it. I like it. What, 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 I don't even. I don't even remember that. Uh, show me this um, uh, Betsy Ross flag. I don't even. I don't even know what he's talking about. Betsy Ross flag. I just like dudes standing up. Oh. Uh, the bet. Oh, here we go. Okay, fine. Yeah, I never. Who the fuck thinks this shit is racist? Well, let me do a little research here. Uh, the Betsy Rots flag is reconstructed early design for the flag of the United States, which is a conformant to the Flag Act of 1777 and has red stripes outermost and stars arranged in a circle. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Oh, so there were 13 states at the time? Oh, here we go. Uh, the Betsy Ross flag is reconstructed early design for the flag of the United States, which is the conformant, I don't even know what that means, to a flag act of 1977 as red stripes outermost and stars arranged in a circle, uh, which specified 13 alternating red and white uh, horizontal stripes and 13 white stars. <sighs> Betsy Ross was the upholster who made uh, the flag. She was born in 1752 and died in 1836 of gonorrhea. I made that gonorrhea part up. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see if there's uh there's any uh, racist uh, first flag uh, symbolism. Uh, okay. Um, stripe stars. Uh, circle. Uh, colors. Political cultural significance. Uh, I don't see anything. Uh, nope, nothing. Look at not even Wiki, which would love to like. You know how they usually they have a link on here like controversy or some. They they got nothing. Oh, talk. What's this mean? Talk. All right. Yeah. So he said that shit wouldn't fly today. Well, good. You flunked history or I flunked history? I didn't even take history. Uh, Jeremy World, it's racist because they said so, dude. Right, right. Uh, tomorrow, Greg Glassman's coming on. Phone lines will be open. All sorts of fun shit. He called me today and was telling me a funny story. Well, we had Trista, um, Trista, the CrossFit Games athlete, Trista Smith, this morning. 
Um, so that's cool. Right? Oh, I got this thing. What's this? Portland. <clears throat> oh, shit. Uh, Oregon government, uh, Oregon governor declares state of emergency in Portland over fentanyl crisis, February 20, February 1st, 2024. Oh, just now. Ah, the decision to call a state of emergency comes as the state faces increasing challenges related to drug overdoses. Holy shit. Listen to this. Despite Oregon being the first state to decriminalize drug use in 2020. Now they have a fentanyl crisis. Weird, right? Uh, Project Mythology, anyone else notice that the Born Primitive YouTube page only gets 24 views per video? Wonder if they're shadow banned. It's hard. Well, here's the thing, too. It's hard getting a um, YouTube station, like, going. I have friends who have, like, 100,000 subscribers, and every time they put out a video, they can only get 100 views. <laughs> like, do you think it's... It ain't easy. I mean, look, we had Josh Emmett on today, and there's 76 of you watching. Like, what's wrong? That was, he's dope. That was great. There was some life-changing shit in there. That dreaming shit's no joke. If you haven't seen that Dave Chappelle thing. All right. See you guys tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Have a good night. Bye-bye.